Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rawcast, the podcast about raw feeding, animal nutrition, holistic living, and more. I'm your host, Hanvi Choi, and here I hope to help passionate pet owners like you to become the best possible health advocate for your animals. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and remember to always keep exploring. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm super excited for today's episode. I have a very exciting guest. You may know her from YouTube. It's Mariah from the Primal Pack. Welcome to the podcast, and thank you so much for joining today. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> so to get started, uh, do you mind giving us like a little brief introduction to yourself, what you do for our listeners? Yeah, so um, basically what we do is... Um, YouTube videos for beginners and inter- intermediate raw feeders, um, just kind of to make raw feeding a little more digestible, um, especially for the new people. I kind of am geared towards them a little bit, mm-hmm. um, just because I know it can be very confusing and overwhelming. So I try and make that super easy in a video format kind of yeah, way. <laughs> definitely, definitely. And then your videos are really unique because you cover a broad spectrum of species, right? You have, I know yeah. you have uh, Matsu, the corgi. I see him in the background right now. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, what um, what animals do you all have? Um, so we have uh, Matsu, the corgi. We have Tangy. He's a orange tabby. Um, and actually tomorrow I'm picking up my new baby ferret. So, so fun. Yeah. I also go a little bit over hedgehogs as well. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so how'd you get into like the world of raw in the first place? Were you always raw feeding or? No. Um, so I started, like I start. I didn't even know raw feeding was really a thing until around like 2015 when I worked at a doggy daycare and boarding facility. Um, basically, um, a holistic vet came in and she fed her dog raw and it was the first time I really ever saw that. And I thought it was really fun. Um, basically I would make a, a lot of the dog's meals and his was really like involved and a lot of stuff went in it and everyone was like, yeah, this is gross and weird, but I loved making it. So, um, I was like, I totally want to do this when I get a dog. And I looked at, looked it up for ferrets cause I knew they were obligate carnivores and, I figured out how to feed them raw because that's all I had at the time was ferrets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I basically started from there. <laughs> Got it. So did you learn more about raw feeding from the holistic vet? A, a little bit, um, but mainly it was online that I learned most Got it. of what I know. <laughs> Got it. And correct me if I'm wrong, are you working or slash did you work at a vet's office, right? Am I um, there? Yeah, I still do part-time. But yeah, I started working at a vet office that's office in like 2017 or 18 mm-hmm. yeah i've watched some videos i think you have a really um unique stance being because i know they're conventional that's correct yeah being a yeah. raw feeder and being in that like more yeah. conventional setting how's being in that yeah it's i get to see their perspective which is cool because it's good to know both sides of the story kind mm-hmm. of thing and also it helps my side a little more to know their side so yeah, I, I want to like, because there's such a feud between conventional vets and owners who want to feed raw, and I want to kind of simmer that down a little bit because we can't really get anywhere if we're just constantly fighting like that. Yeah, yeah, so totally. each party to kind of understand each other. Yeah, have a little bit better middle ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know you're really big on YouTube now. I've had such fun like watching you grow. I remember your first video. Uh, what yeah. have been some of like your highlights, whether it's like you're bigger on, on YouTube, correct? That's your main platform. Yeah, pretty much. I'm more familiar with Instagram and I mm-hmm. like 
pictures more than video, honestly. <laughs> but um, since there's really no big raw feeders on YouTube, I thought I could kind of try and take that platform since a lot of people are on YouTube and stuff. Um, but yeah, um, a highlight. Um, is that what you asked? I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, basically, I guess our year mark and kind of seeing where we got from just one year i i really didn't expect that at all just because i i was new to youtube i was more yeah i was just i was new with it and it just was kind of crazy to see how far i got in a year mm, did you have like a background in like video editing or, or did you just kind of um, pick it up as you went i i liked to video edit when i was younger um and I went to school for like digital media and stuff. So I kind of got the hang of it pretty quickly, mm -hmm. but yeah. <laughs> you had some like foundation stuff, so you knew what you were yeah. doing. <laughs> so yeah. we do have kind of like a theme for today's episode and it's kind of like the struggles of being a content creator. Yeah. Um, I know you're mainly on YouTube, I'm mainly on Instagram. So I thought it'd mm -hmm. be fun just like to yeah. chat about some things that maybe, you know, our, our listeners or people that see our content don't always realize that happens behind scenes. Oh, so yeah. for you, what's been some of like the main struggles or challenges? Um, definitely the time it takes to make videos. It's, oh my God, it's like a, the whole thing. It's, it's pro <laughs> we probably work around like 30 to 40 hours between me and my boyfriend who also does a lot of stuff with one video. So, Damn. um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's, from thinking up of an idea to writing mm -hmm. the script to make it to making it like digestible for people mm -hmm. and then shooting the b-roll and mm -hmm. oh my gosh it's a lot <laughs> and is this your main job right now or is this something on the side um it's kind of becoming a main thing now mm -hmm. um i really just work like two days a week at the vet now mm -hmm. so i'm really kind of pushing for making this my main <laughs> job Got it. but yeah that's yeah. awesome that's yeah. so fun get to do what you love <laughs> organizing your time with like your animals and the vet's job and like videos how do you go about organizing your time i need to be better at organizing my time honestly um i kind of got it down now um mondays are mondays and thursdays are like my big video days because mm -hmm. tuesdays and fridays are when we release them so, like from the moment i wake up to like 3 a.m i'm working on a video and finishing Dang. it up um, and then Tuesdays, Wednesdays, I'm kind of, well, Wednesdays is when I work at the vet. I only work in the mornings. Um, so Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I kind of am like brainstorming and writing. Um, and over the maybe like Fridays and Saturdays, I kind of get a break, but not mm -hmm. really. <laughs> so I'm really just kind of working on videos all the time. Yeah, you're just hustling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there any specific video topic that you like making over others, like dogs versus um, cats or anything like that? Um, I kind of try and make it make videos like condensed for all animals. Sometimes I can't because like they're different, but mm -hmm. um. I really like making more niche topic stuff, which doesn't get the most views because it's niche, but that's what I'm kind of into because more interesting and different. Mm -hmm. But um, I also like to make more general videos for new people too. What do you mean by like niche videos? Just more specific topics? Yeah, or? like I guess more things like maybe more advanced raw feeders would only mm -hmm. care about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so how long have you been raw feeding now? Um, it's been since 
2016 I started with my ferrets. Got it. Yeah. And I don't know how YouTube works, but, like, for Instagram, well, you're also on Instagram, so, like, DMs and stuff, Mm -hmm. how do you get a lot of, like, messages and influx and um, stuff like that? Yeah, um, it's been kind of getting crazy with DMs, and I try and answer um, comments as much as I can, too, Mm -hmm. because I like to engage on there as much as I can, Mm -hmm. Um, but I try and make, like, the days that I release videos and the weekends, like, times where I can reply to everyone because I try yeah. and reply to everyone <laughs> yeah yeah for me yeah I remember when like first it was like a few messages here and there it's like oh this is cool I'm helping people and then it was like more and more and more it's like too much too much it's yeah, enough I slices I know I know but I yeah get it. it's like it it's confusing and they need someone to reach out to and I try and be that yeah definitely yeah. for you is there do you like answering like comments more or emails or dm person like for me i'm a i guess i'm like a comment or email person dms yeah. are really hard for me to answer a lot of times I, it takes yeah. a lot of like mental yes, and physical edger- energy for i have to be in the right headspace to sit down and answer them yes yes <laughs> um i don't know i think i like answering comments the most because they're kind of like a quick response kind of thing um dms are definitely involved and i feel like emails are even more involved for me for some reason like I really have to yeah. write a lot for and you have to be a bit more professional I feel like yes. emails not a lot of people send emails I think that's why I right. like them because I don't get a right. lot but for dms I don't know if you experience this too but it just like takes so much out of me answering just one it does because and, they're always a loaded question with yeah. like five questions in them yeah and then there's follow-up and some of yes. pictures and videos and you have to like find the links resources and sometimes we feel bad because rather than answering them i'm just you know i don't have the time or energy so they end up just sitting there and they have yeah. to just like okay i have to answer them yeah but i don't have the energy i'm sorry <laughs> i hope it's not an emergency please go to the vet if it is i know yeah oh my i goodness. feel like we need like a a response thing like right away like some bigger companies do. yeah yeah like, i'm disclaimers or something or like totally right now but that's another thing that sometimes scares me about answering because like usually i try to make it as broad as possible like just a yeah. reminder i'm not a vet here's what mm-hmm. i know but this is you know every single vet's gonna or animal's going to be different yeah and i'm just like so scared that someone to be like this happened and it's your fault and I was like I know. no I know yes that's oh a big fear of mine too so I know your videos are super involved what's like the the hardest video for you th- that you have made so far um probably like for some reason it was the um, review video that I did on like seven different raw foods, just cause I had to go in depth on what they do. And I had to research everything that goes into their food. And, um, it was a really long video. So, um, and also making the thumbnails are is like a one, a huge involved thing too. Cause, um, I just want to make them appealing of course, cause if the thumbnails bad then usually they won't care to watch the video so it's just a lot of work (laughs) thumbnails are so weird i have the hardest time coming up with thumbnails sometimes i'm just like i have a great idea it's gonna be Uh perfect and then other times i'm just like you know what just screw it i'm just gonna yeah (laughs) do do whatever (laughs) yeah you have over 100 videos now right yeah that's pretty exciting that when did you reach that point um basically 
we pretty much reached that at the like year mark, like mm -hmm. a week before the year mark, we hit a hundred videos. Got it. And how many subscribers do you have now? I know it's like it's over 20,000. It's like 2,400 right now, I think. Dang. That's pretty yeah. exciting. <laughs> or tw yeah. Do you answer all the YouTube comments you get? Or try to at least? <laughs> I try, like, at least with the newer videos, I try and answer mm -hmm. as much as I can. But people who are commenting on, like, older videos, I, at this point, I don't, I can't even see them anymore because of all, like, comments on the newer ones and comments on yeah. older ones, too. It's just hard to get to everyone on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's yeah. your main platform that, like, you get contacted the most um, on? It's probably YouTube. When I think about comments versus DMs, there's more comments usually. Um, probably that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you find there's any like super repeated question or like a favorite, a favorite yeah. type of question that you like to answer? Um, uh, that my favorite question to answer. Yeah. Um. Huh. That's a good question. <laughs> um. I don't know. I guess like ones that I have videos on so I can just link them to the video. <laughs> I get a lady like, here's the information you need. Yeah. <laughs> and how do you come up with video ideas? You just like sit down, you're like, okay, there needs to be more information on XYZ and Yeah, um that was one way I would do it. Um but also I really had to train myself to think like what would a new person want to know that I'm kind of thinking over because like mm -hmm. I know it and I'm really mm -hmm. not thinking that that's something that someone might not know. Mm -hmm. um, so I really had to kind of get my mind into like a new person's perspective and kind of think more generally. Um, mm -hmm. So I do that and then I kind of think of things that like some people I notice forget or like don't realize and I try and cover those topics too. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I was like when I started roughing, I'd write down everything I had questions and then yeah. I would have a great list of content uh -huh. to make. Yeah. Now that like I know to do it, I'm just like sometimes I skip over things that are important and I'm like, whoopsies. Exactly. It's just kind of like in back of your mind now. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you film all the stuff at your house, right? Yeah. With, and Unless there's, like, B-roll of something that, like, I got off of, like, a free video kind of – well, it's not free. I have to pay for it, but oh. it's, like, a stock thing. So do you have, like, big, heavy equipment then? Because I know you must have, like, tons of content of, like, B-rolls and voiceover and things yeah. like that. Um, Like, I don't have a huge, nice camera. Like, I kind of have a camera that's for vlogging, like, that you kind of just hold like this. Not a, like, big one Um, for that. Um, And I have, like, a – camera stand and a like a light to make things brighter and stuff but that's kind of mainly it mm. so as a content creator have you noticed like content creator habits i guess if that makes sense um yeah i mean i start to get like really anal about things like if the lighting's wrong or like because i want my stuff to look bright and minimalistic kind of look mm -hmm. so. a certain aesthetic yeah yeah so i I get kind of crazy over things like that, but <laughs> yeah, for yeah. me, sometimes I'll think of a new idea and I was like, I'll remember in the morning and I, I did it like once or twice. Yeah. I, I didn't remember. So now I have to wake up and write it down and it's, it's great because I have a new idea, but it's also annoying because <laughs> I just want right. to sleep. Yeah. And so you said your yeah. partner helped a lot in your videos, right? So that must be nice to get the extra yeah. help. He does most of like the uh, audio editing um, and he does like the finalizing the video making sure 
the music lines up with the clips and things like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Probably so much research goes behind each video. I know you always like put in links or I love that like yeah. the, the B-rolls of the studies. So mm-hmm. did you just like sit down and just dive into the the dark web of studies? Yes. <laughs> um, I'll probably spend a day doing that if it's like a thing where I have to back up my claims with studies mm-hmm. and that. It definitely takes a while to go through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's been like the most complex video that you needed the most studies on? Um, probably like the kidney disease one because I had to really back up like how raw would help with things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and there's not much studies on that, so I really had to like search for that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> Just going and going. So, what's your like tactic to find the studies that you need? Um. Honestly, Daniel helps a lot with that too. He's really good at finding studies somehow. Um, like I also look at a lot of like human studies because there are some things that you can kind of relate to dogs. Obviously, they're different species, but um, and I can't always use a human study, but mm-hmm. there are some things that I find that do relate. Um, and there's some like I don't know how I find them, but I do find some um, animal studies, maybe not on domestic pets, but on like wild animals, Mm -hmm. like at zoos that show like meat and meat inclusions Mm -hmm. or, you know, health related things that (laughs) may Mm -hmm. apply to my video. Yeah, definitely. So there's a lot of moving parts that goes behind one video. Out of all of it, what's your favorite part of making these videos? Um, just, I guess probably seeing, feedback and how it helps people and because I'm always second guessing I'm like oh is this really gonna help anyone (laughs) but yeah I love seeing that I help someone transition or get their picky pet to eat something (laughs) yeah yeah Um, definitely sometimes I'll post something I'm like is it is it really going to help something? And then that's the post that like blows up. And I was like, oh, okay. The one that you put like the least effort in, you're like least sure of. And it just like, everybody's like, this is exactly what I need. I'm like, okay, yay, thanks. (laughs) Thank you. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so we're getting ready to wrap up here. So the last question that I'd like to ask is what's your best advice that you give to pet parents? Um, Well, if you're getting like a puppy kitten or kit and you're interested in raw, uh, my advice is definitely start right away. Um, of course, do your research on balancing cause it's very important at that age. And, um, but definitely start, even if you can't feed a full raw diet, then it maybe add some inclusions just to get them used to things. Cause they're a lot better at like accepting new foods and weird textures and tastes when they're young. And then when they become an adult, they can, maybe switch easier. Um, and I guess if, if you have an adult pet already and you can't really feed raw, um, but you want to do the best you can, um, just do your research on ingredients, um, and add as many fresh foods or moisture to your pet's kibble as you can. Um, you and I both have sources (laughs) for that. So (laughs) go look up that (laughs) yeah totally and then where can our listeners find you if you want to shout out your socials our youtube channel is the primal pack our instagram is the underscore primal pack uh we used to have a tiktok but i kind of gave up on that because i'm not good at tiktok (laughs) tiktok yeah those are the only 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It takes uh, it's it's a lot, even yeah. though they're super short. <laughs> yeah, that's basically our only two social media platforms right now, at least. Instagram, YouTube. Got it, got it. Yeah. All right. So that is all we have for the show today then. So thank you, Mariah, <laughs> so much for joining us. Make sure to go check out her YouTube channel and Instagram. She has some really great content and videos. That's all for today's show. I hope you enjoyed getting to know a little bit more about Mariah and the Primal Pack. Make sure to stay connected with us on any of our socials and remember to always keep exploring.